You're listening to the Asking for a Friend podcast, an hour-led ministry of Believer's Baptist Church in Emory, Texas. The Asking for a Friend podcast exists as a weekly resource for the edification and knowledge of God's people. My name is Jason Rowland. Thank you for listening in, whoever you may be and wherever you may be. May the Lord bless this episode to you as a means of grace for your spiritual growth. On the podcast today with me is Philip Castleton. And Philip, what a pleasant surprise. We came in to the room and we had cake and balloons and a banner recognizing that this episode is the 100th episode of Asking for a Friend podcast. I know. I need one of those little things you blow and it, it rolls out oh, and yes, makes a yeah, funny noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah I need yeah, one of yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were blessed. Um, somebody brought a cake and balloons and we have not personally had any of the cake yet, and it's one thirty in the afternoon. That's about to not be true any yeah, longer. It's going to change here as soon as we finish this one. <laughs> right, right. It, this one may be short. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but not without gratitude, right? No, not without gratitude. Yes, and so that is uh, the issue here. And in fact, um, did you notice the napkins here, um, Philip? Oh, it says thankful. Yeah. Well, this is actually coming out on Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yes, this episode is coming out. How appropriate. Exactly. And we are thankful for uh, the people that provided the cake. And um, certainly anybody who's within um, um, driving distance of where we are right now, you're invited because there's plenty. (laughs) If you get Uh, here soon. (laughs) Yes. uh, um, The problem is that you're not going to be aware of it because we're recording this on October the 21st. Yeah. So be that as it is, we are grateful, and that's what we want to talk about today. Why is gratitude important? We're coming up on the national holiday that we call Thanksgiving, and it's a a national holiday in recognition of God's grace and provision uh, for this nation, uh, particularly in its founding, but then extended through the years that God has allowed this nation to prosper and be blessed. And so it is then fitting that we recognize a day that we can acknowledge God. I'm not sure that it is that way by the people of the nation always. Um, You know, we so many times, what did I say? It's kind of like faith. You know how people have this concept of faith that's nebulous, right? Right. It's squishy. I mean, it's faith is this power or this whatever. I mean, that's the way people think about it, right? Right. Um, no, I'll be fine because I have faith. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way people think, right? Uh-huh. I'll get through this because I have faith. Well, faith in something? Faith about it? Yeah. Or, yeah. But people think of the Thanksgiving the same way. Right. I'm so blessed. Or, or I'm so thankful. Thankful to who? Thankful. Uh, I mean, th- what do you mean by thankful? Mm-hmm. Because I hear this from unbelievers all the time. Well, I'm, I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, well, what does that mean mm-hmm. if outside of Christ, outside of recognizing a creator, right, mm-hmm. who's given us these things, I don't understand what that word means to somebody outside of that. Mm-hmm. Thankful to what? Right. I, to me, it, it, to give gratitude means that there should be an object Right. Right. Of that gratitude. Like faith. There should be an object of that faith. Without it, there's no real meaning to that word. Yes. And I think that in our culture anymore, Thanksgiving has that squishy feeling. Right. So often. Right. I think that was the whole point of um, the tradition that we um, probably 
uh, many listeners and yourself and, and myself grew up with the idea of saying grace mm-hmm. before a meal. I, I, I think it, it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. because the idea is that it makes us pause and be thankful. This plate of food before us, this table that is spread before us with this food about that we're about to eat, we ought to recognize that it's come from God's hand to yeah. us. And so I think that's a good thing. You know, the Bible is filled with commands to give thanks. We can read that in Psalm 106, mm-hmm. Psalm 107, Psalm 118. We can see it in other places in the Chronicles, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. But most of the verses um, go on to list reasons why we should thank Him, such as His love endures forever, or because He is good, or because His mercy is everlasting. Um, thanksgiving and praise always go together, and we we tend to focus more about praise because that that becomes um, something that we talk regularly about in terms of music mm-hmm. and in the context of a gathered worship. But we don't always talk about thanksgiving in the same way. Right. But it's important for us to be thankful. And, and let's think about just some reasons. Why is it important for us to... Uh, express appreciation. Um, why is it important that we're thankful? Yeah, I, I think number one because it's good for us. Well, of course it is. Yes. Well, it, well, it gives honor where it's due. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's good for us to remember who to give honor to. Mm-hmm. It's good for us to understand that we have a wise, gracious, heavenly Father who knows what to give us. At the right time. Remember, Jesus said that if we, that is, as fathers, being evil, know how to give good gifts to our children, mm-hmm. how much more does he, the good father, know how to give good gifts to his children? Yeah, it is. It's a recognition of his providential hand and the fact that he knows how to um, deal with his creation. Right. Yeah. And I think that it, it guards against arrogance on our part, self-sufficiency, mm-hmm. um, the sense of um, accomplishment that we ourselves have accomplished and done this. You know, Deuteronomy 8 mm-hmm. uh, deals with that in a very clear way where Moses, uh, speaking for God, says to the nation, when you come into the land and you live in houses that you didn't build— mm-hmm. And you eat from vineyards that you didn't plant. And you get the benefit of crops that you didn't sow or reap. Um, Don't forget God. Mm -hmm. That's what he says. Yeah. You know, and our tendency is in the abundance of goodness and comforts and conveniences. Um, Earlier, when we sat down and ate lunch together and you prayed for our meal, one of the things that you said is, Lord, I'm thankful that we have this food before us and it is so convenient for us to come mm-hmm. and enjoy it because we went to a local restaurant and had a great meal and we just drove there and sat down and the food was served to, to us and mm-hmm. we enjoyed it so convenient mm-hmm. i would i would dare say that much of the world would not have that privilege that benefit that we just enjoyed less than 45 minutes ago sure um, so it, it, I think thankfulness keeps our hearts in right relationship with the God who gives us good gifts. Well, you know, I think you may have hit hit on something. I, I think I'm going to change the direction just a little bit, not why is important, but why is it that we fail to be 
gracious, or you know, have gratitude or okay. be thankful. Okay. And I think that you know you've been making that point. I think it's because we we serve in a real sense the idol of um, comfortability and um, safety, security, yeah, all of those things. We serve all of those idols. And at some point, especially, and maybe this is true, I've never lived anywhere but in the United States, but maybe with the prosperity that we've known in this country in my lifetime, you know, that I've personally known, maybe our hearts get fat, like you were saying about, the, you know, the Israelites. And, mm-hmm. um, maybe my heart gets fat, and I begin to think that those things are mine by right. Yes. You know, so I, I know, you know, I'm an American, so um, comfort and ease is, is my thing, right? I'm owed that, right? right? Uh, I think that, um, you, you know, I, I hear on commercials, TV, which all the time, radio, whatever, you hear stuff like, you know, you deserve a break today. Mm-hmm. You deserve, mm-hmm. you deserve. And I think that we get to where we believe that, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Well, and we know it because... Um, you know, it, it, we get unhappy with our wife, and I deserve to be happy, so I'm going to go get a new wife, right, right? Right. I get unhappy with my car. I deserve a new car, so I'm going to go trade my car in, even though there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, this is what we do, mm-hmm. and we live our lives um, in relation to the fact that I have become accustomed to ease and comfort and um, all these things. And and I think that may be why we're so inept, mm-hmm. really, at recognizing providence, right. instead we, we rest on what we think is is ours by right. Right, and let me bounce off of that, um, kind of within that same thought of why um, it is good to be thankful or why is gratitude important is because um, our whole culture is built on the idea to make us discontent. Yeah, and so um, I'm discontent with my car. I'm discontent with my wife. I'm I'm discontent with my wardrobe. I'm discontent because the commercial tells me there's something better. The newspaper advertisement says I'm not I'm not all that I can be. I'm not as happy as I could be if I only had this thing. Mm-hmm. And so being built in a culture, building a culture on the idea of discontent which is a sin in and of itself, or even covetousness. Uh, I, I just don't have what uh, Joe Bob has, and and I covet that, and I want that. So those two things tied together. I think gratitude keeps those things in balance. If we're truly grateful, if we're in check with what we have is good enough, what we have is the provision that God has provided for me. I don't have to keep up with Joe Bob. I don't have to have the latest uh, tennis shoe. You know, only in only in the South would Joe Bob be the person we envy. <laughs> but he would give me this cake if he were here. I know, but uh, that even harkens. It makes me think of 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 the cre- creation at the fall. Before Adam, before sin entered in, Adam and Eve were content with God. Right. They wanted God. They only wanted God. They found their satisfaction. They found their ultimate desire. They found ultimate worth in God. Sin comes in. And they become discontent with God. That's really what it was. Yes. They, they're hungry, but no longer just for God. They're hungry for everything else. Yeah. And um, when you were talking about discontentment, all I could think about was that's exactly what Adam and Eve became 
in, in the moment that they rebelled against God, right. discontent. Right. Right. They wanted something other than what God said. You'll find ultimate satisfaction in me and my provision. And they wanted something else, and they became hungry in all the wrong they have appetites for all the wrong things, right? You know, in that moment, yeah. right? Because the because the the root of all sin is idolatry. It is. In fact, we'll go there in a minute. Romans one makes that really, really clear. Yes. Uh, why don't you turn there? And while you're turning there, the the other thing that I could say about why it's important to be grateful is because I think it keeps at bay bitterness, uh, a sense of resentment. Um, Again, if we're thinking properly, um, and I know that it's easy um, for one who um, doesn't have maybe the material things that other people have to to have a root of bitterness spring up in their heart. Well, um, I don't get this, and I didn't get this fair shake, and it was because of this person or because of my boss or whatever the circumstance that they would blame. Um, and, and bitterness and a, a sense of resentment begins to permeate that life. But if we're thinking wisely about it, we're, we're recognizing that uh, we're, we're blessed and that we do probably have clothes to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably a, a really good place that we can go get a meal, even if we can't go to the refrigerator and open it in our own home. There's plenty of places in in our nation mm-hmm. that you can find uh, a place that would uh, provide a meal for you. Uh, th- these kinds of things um, help us, I think, to balance uh, because it becomes easy to get um, cynical and bitter and and uh, resentful toward God and and what He's done for somebody else and not for me. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, the whole time you're saying that, I'm going right back and thinking again to what I was just talking about in creation. I'm thinking to myself, it's so interesting that we could compare ourselves to our neighbor and say, look at all that they have. And, you know, I'm discontent because I I don't have those. Mm -hmm. But that's only a possibility when my appetites are for things less than God. Yes. As long as my appetite is for him, I can never be disappointed. Right. Right. That thing can never be taken from me. Right. Right. It's only as long as my appetites are for things that could potentially be go, go away or or that someone else might have that I can't mm-hmm. that's where discontentment comes in yes and as long as and as long as my appetites can be um, even temporally satiated by material wealth, I'll always be susceptible to ingratitude yes does that right. make sense yes mm-hmm. uh, so anyway uh, Romans one um, Remember that Paul is is explaining the guilt of men, and he starts in verse 18 talking about God's wrath being um, revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, and he talks about their suppression of truth, and then he talks about the fact that he's leading into this, this text where he's going to unpack or he's going to reveal, if you will, all men as idolaters. Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. He's going to say all men ultimately worship themselves or something in creation rather than the God of creation, right? And this is what he says in verse 19. What can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. And listen to this. Although they knew God, they did not honor him as God nor give thanks 
to him, hmm. but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. What's he saying? Well, I mean, as he goes on, he's going to explain the way idolatry works itself out, right? Mm -hmm. But what is he saying here? Because men have chosen to suppress the truth and because men have desired something other than the creator, Mm -hmm. right? Anything else in creation other than the creator makes them an idolater. Right. And it says instead of recognizing who God is and what he has done, they, they refuse... It says, um, to honor him as God and to give thanks. Right. Why is gratitude important ultimately? <laughs> because it puts God in his appropriate place and it recognizes him for who he is. Right. Anything other than that, anything outside of gratitude is idolatrous. Right. That, that's what, that's what that's Romans 1 is saying. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, you know, one of the things that I think that um, we could say about the, the Christian life um, in terms of gratitude is that we can be grateful uh, even when we grieve. Uh-huh. We can be thankful when circumstances seem to be against us, um, when there's a um, sense of um, brokenness and uh, recognition of our own sins, sin, we can still be thankful. So thankfulness ought to really permeate everything about what it is to be a believer in every aspect. Well, it's amazing. Paul right here ties it to recognizing God's invisible attributes. Yes. Right? That that he is eternally powerful and that he's divine. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, he says those two things are enough for us to be grateful in all things. Right. And yet, because we're not, we're guilty. Right. So it, it is truly that, a recognition of of who God is, yes. putting our eyes solely on him, mm-hmm. finding out that um, he is our greatest treasure, right? Y- you know, can I, I want to, uh, maybe I'm chasing a rabbit, but I was talking to Charlie about this this morning and, and I was thinking about it. I, I think for the same reason we're not grateful uh, so often is the same reason that um, this world um, and the stuff that's going on in our culture and all of that stuff has such a, uh, a profound is so dangerous. Let me put it that way. It's so dangerous to us. As our world becomes progressively hostile to Christians, it's only dangerous to Christians as long as um, the material things in this world are valuable to us. Yes. As soon as they're not valuable to you anymore, Mm -hmm. as soon as God is the only thing that matters, they have no hold on you. Mm -hmm. They have no power over you, mm-hmm. right? Right. As long as Christ is all there is, because he can't be taken away, right. they have no strength. As long as you long for the things of this earth and the things of this world, they will always have power over you. Yes. Because they they can take your big screen TV away. Right. They can take your car away. Right. They can take your health away. Mm. A lot of those things. It's the same thing here. Mm-hmm. The reason that we're ungrateful is because we find everything important except for God. Yes. When he's our greatest treasure, then all of the, we will find gratitude. And ultimately, all of this world will have zero hold on us anymore. Amen. Yeah, that's right. This is why we're told we can't worship God and money. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good, Philip. And, and uh, certainly, um, I'm looking forward to... Uh, sitting down with my extended family and enjoying sure. a meal and recognize God's bountiful provision and, and recognize His grace. And I'm sure that you're looking forward to that as well. Oh, yes. 
And um, we are thankful, again, for those of you who have taken the time to listen to this episode of Asking for a Friend. Um, This, again, is our 100th episode. If you've stuck with us and if you have listened to all 100, uh, we're thankful. We commend you. (laughs) You have suffered through. (laughs) Well, if if you've listened to all 100, you really don't have any attachment to this life. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Well, Philip, I think that we we need to sign off and we can get into this cake a little bit and enjoy that for a few minutes before we get on with the rest of the day. by the way, you know, normally when you wear your T-shirts in, I make some comment about uh-huh. it. Um, and uh, the T-shirt that you have on today, <laughs> I, am, I am the Calvinist your Armenian pastor warned you about. Yes. yes. The Calvinist. I yeah. am, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, did, did somebody get that for you? Yeah, Cole. Yeah. Cole Middleton. Yeah. You can thank Cole for that. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, I... Uh, I, I know he, he's one of the two that listens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do thank Cole that he got you a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, I am too. And I, I wear it out. And sometimes I see people reading it. Most of the people are probably like, what's a Calvinist? You know? <laughs> right. Right. The people who give me ugly looks, I realize they're probably the Arminian pastors that I'm born <laughs> that are doing the warning. So, yeah. yeah. Well, may the Lord bless you and happy Thanksgiving to you as a listener. And again, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, listen to this episode. And God be with you. Amen.